Welcome to another episode of our real estate podcast, Hustle and Motivate with Cyrus and Danny. Brought to you exclusively by the Pacific West Association of Realtors. What's up, Danielle? How are you? Hi. Hi, friend. I'm well. How are you? I am so well. I've just been been busy. It's been, yeah. it's been, the market's been great. Can we say thank you to low interest rates? Oh my gosh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Tell me about it. I have a feeling that they're going to, I mean, obviously they're not in, intended to go up anytime soon. So I think that we're, I'm going to ride this puppy out as best as I can. This is great. 100%. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, and it's, it's awesome for everybody around, right? Like, like, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing our sellers happy. We're seeing our buyers happy. We're seeing us. We're doing great. I mean, it's it's great because especially especially coming from really the beginning of the year, right? Where where I guess you know. Well, when we, COVID hit, people, we're all like, yeah. "What's going to happen? How are we going to keep our head afloat?" And you know what, though, I just got to say big thank you to you know the interest rate gods for helping us out with that because truthfully that's what's powering everything right now that's why we're still doing all right if interest rates were through the roof and you know going on the up and up but couple that with the um you know concern over what's going to happen because of covid but i keep telling people like you know what interest rates are low right now even if something happens you are locked into an incredible interest rate with an incredible mortgage you jump it's time to jump (laughs) 100 percent. like like if you're if you're looking to to buy buy a place or anything like like it just makes sense even if even if the market goes down or whatever you know whatever yeah, happens you, you have a low interest rate you're, you're not you're looking to sell in 10 years okay you cool you're still, you yeah exactly it. it's like the stock market if you if you buy a bunch of stocks and they dip i wouldn't sell them right then i would wait until you make a little bit of money back yeah you don't you don't make money or you don't lose money until you sell it boom boom there you go my dear. so so yeah, so I mean, what's on the uh, agenda? What's on the agenda? Yeah, what are we talking about today? <laughs> I want to talk about no's. Okay. I want to talk about dealing with no. Okay. Right, like, and and that's my favorite topic. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> Seriously, because because I think in our business, like, I think we deal with it a lot, and I think there's a lot of people that there's some people that deal with it more than others. Right. So for instance, like you and I do business a little differently um, as far as like prospecting for business and things um, because you're, you're full a hundred percent relationship. Yeah, based, I work right? my business a hundred percent by relationship. So I do think by having that, when someone gives me a referral, like, and says like, Hey, like, I, or like when they're talking with a friend and they say, Hey, I worked with Danielle. She's awesome and amazing. And, um, (laughs) and you have to talk with her that immediate transfer of trust significantly diminishes the amount of times that I hear no, because people already knowing me and knowing the experience, um, that they had by working with someone like me, it, makes it a, a little bit easier. I'm not going to say I don't hear no. I absolutely do. We, we probably hear no in different ways. Yeah. Well, exactly. And 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 that's the same thing for for me on my side. Like I get a lot of referrals and it's it's so much it's it's a lot simpler process because they come in with that level of trust already. Yeah. But, but then you when do you're a lot of different prospecting than I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I do I do like um a lot of calls, a lot of I I online leads, so on and so forth. I mean, like cold calls are like specifically to your sphere. 
Um, both. Yeah. So, so I'll like, I'll call through like, um, pretty much everyone in my phone book. Um, um, and I try to do it at least hit them like once every other quarter or whatnot, if I have, if I'm not talking to them every time, but then on top of that, I'm also doing like circle prospecting and I'm calling like I'm calling expired and, 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 and things like that too. So <laughs> it's just it's so not my cup of tea, but you know what? It works for you. And that's great. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's the thing is that there's not one way to do this business. There's ways that everyone is different. There's different ways that everyone can run and be happy and be successful. You know what? You can have all of the expired listings. I don't want them. <laughs> More power to you. <laughs> well, it's an interesting thing because it's so funny because like I do like that. I do like for sale by owners and, and like, like it was really cool, really cool because I do, I do do like a lot of calls, like every single day I have certain times where I'm like calling and, and my, and there was one that for sale by owner that I talked to on the phone for like an hour and a half the first time. And then like, I ended up working with that for sale by owner. All this was all during the whole um, coronavirus thing. And I got the listing without ever meeting her, without ever being there. I like sent her stuff and it was just like, so, it works, you know, but, but no, how, how many no's I get for before I get something like that is like, you know, how many FU's I get on the phone when I pick it up is a whole different thing. And so like, I so I wanted, <laughs> so I wanted to, you know, basically touch base on that. And then also dealing with, with, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, um, if you have to do, let's say a price adjustment, or you have to do something like that, where your seller maybe doesn't agree with you, or your buyer doesn't agree with certain things, you know, I think just being comfortable with, what was that? Well, it's also hard right now, like, especially in this market, you know, things are going significantly over asking price. So when I sit down and I have to tell people, they're like, we want this house, what do we have to do? And I tell them that they have to offer have to offer, you know, $50,000 over asking in order to get it. And they look at me like I, like my head spun around. It's like, I understand that it's crazy, but like, this is what you have to do. A house isn't worth what it's listed at. It is worth what a buyer is willing to pay for it. We can deal with exactly. the appraisal. We can deal with, all, deal with all that when we get there. But for now, like, I think one of the things, and it kind of comes off a little bit, you know, you have to do it with the right company. You have to do it with the right clients. But I've said this before to a couple of people and when they're just combating me and combating me. And I'm like, this is what my professional rec. I always tell people, my professional recommendation is this, like you're the one make calling the shots. I'm just telling yeah. you, this is what, if I was selling my house and I was you with my professional background and knowledge, X, Y, and Z is the, is the way that I would go. Um, but sometimes you just kind of have to have this come to Jesus moment with them and just say like, excuse me, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, how many houses have you sold this year? I'm like, cause I yeah. sold 13. So like, tell me or whatever, you know what I mean? Like whatever that, the yeah. number, but it's like, it really adds to your credibility when they realize, you know what, maybe I got to take a step back and listen to professional. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's a big thing. I actually had it, um, the same kind of thing. I was, I was talking about pricing one of my listings the other day, um, uh, what, two weeks ago. And I said, Hey, we need to price it at, um, <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to price it at XYZ, right? And they were fighting me because they wanted to price it 25000 over what I was recommending. And I said, yeah. look, like, like, I understand where you're coming from. This is, this is what I do. This is what I do best, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was like, to get you that dollar amount that you want, 
you know, that's why we're going to price it here. So we get all of this interest and then you have backup offers as well. Exactly. We ended up getting 50,000 over ask at like 14 offers. You're like, I'm like, yep. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they ended up listening to you. Yeah. They ended up listening to what exactly what I said, you know? And I was like, and I told them that I said, look, you're, you're a, you're a police officer. I said, I, I've never, never shot a gun. I've never, I've never, you know, done anything in that. So, so like if I went into your work and I was like, Hey, this is how you do it. Like, you're going to sit there and be like, uh, uh no. Well, yeah. this is the same exact concept. Right. So like, yeah, I'm like not gonna you, teach know. you how to shoot a gun. You're going to teach me how to shoot a gun and I'm going to show you what to do to sell the heck out of your house. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, so right. go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, one of the things I always tell people is like, you cannot underprice a house, but you can absolutely overprice a house. You know, if you underprice it, people are going to see that this is an amazing value and you're going to get flooded with offers and flooded with showings. If you overprice a house, you're automatically going to be missing out on all of these people that might potentially be actual buyers for it, especially if you'd be willing to, to give a little, you know? And yeah. so it's like, and then the second that you have to get to some sort of reduction, like, that's another thing where I feel like I get a lot of pushback is like when we're going to be doing a reduction, you have to reduce it enough. The whole point of doing a reduction is to try and get all of this extra interest so that you can get back up to that original price that you were looking for to begin with. And I don't yeah. think that people realize that. I think that they think, oh, you know, my house is 700 and you want to reduce it to 680, but I only want 690. And I'm like, well, if you reduce it to 690, then you might be missing out on people that 680 might actually be an option. And then when they're in a multiple opposite situation they're going to give a little bit more because they want the house exactly exactly oh, mic drop no, boom <laughs> no but and, and that's a big thing and i think that it comes down to like when we hear it when we when we um hear no in whatever way it is it's dealing with it in a way that like we don't take it personally um i think that's a big one that i always talk to my agents about the different people in the industry. Like, I'm like, don't take the no personally. They're not telling you no as much as they're trying to fight what they know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and then it's about like just proactively engaging that person and showing them right after they say, no, we understand that. Don't take it personally, then engage that and, and have a conversation, have a dialogue with it. Right. Like, don't be afraid to, you know, um, because I think that it's exactly what you and I are talking about. It's, it's not so much of just getting, getting set, you know, you get, you get no, and then you're either, you either lost or you won. It's nothing like that. You're all, you're trying to, to, um, go towards the same goal, right. Whether it's getting their house sold or helping them find a home, like your goal is the same. And I actually had a really teachable moment for this a couple of weeks ago because I was actually told no from um, a pretty good friend of mine. And so it was kind of, a, it was a very weird situation because we had that, I, I kind of, I deal with business with friends a lot with just the way that I, I work primarily with, with friends and their family and their friends, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, I really had to do everything I could um, from a business perspective so I would know when they make whatever decision that they make it is entirely based upon business i have to take the emotion out of it yeah. you know and 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 that's okay you know and so honestly it was a really difficult situation for me because truthfully i'm a very emotional person and i'm knocked up so that really doesn't make it like any better <laughs> and so 
it's like everything that like where I'm normally running like at an emotional level of like seven, like now everything's like an eight or a nine. It just is automatically like that. <laughs> so it was tough. But so I was actually talking with my coach about it and she, I want to remember the exact quote. She basically said like, every time you're disappointed or every time like your feelings get hurt, it's because there was, um, you had an expectation and it just wasn't met in some capacity. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? You're totally right. And then sometimes just people have different values that, than you. And you, yeah. have, and you have to take that to heart as well, you know, and just realize it's, it's okay. Business and friendships can absolutely be separate or however yeah. that it might be, you know, or business and the way that your buyers or sellers view you as an individual that just because they might disagree with you here, doesn't mean that they think that you're incompetent, you know, yeah, exactly. and it's th that part, it could be difficult for me because I'm, I'm, I tend to take things really personally and that's just who I am. It's in my my blood drives me nuts, but that's yeah. just how I am. You know, when people tell you no to take the emotion out of it, they're not saying no to me. They're saying, I need more information on this before I feel comfortable moving forward. Exactly. Exactly. That's like, that's the best way to put it. And that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, you have to, you, because, okay. So for me, like when I'm making phone calls, when I'm making phone calls, how many no's I get before I get a yes, I'm just yeah. like, well, check, you know, check. It's like, it's like, I'll just check down the nose until I, until finally I'm like, Oh, sick. This is a good conversation. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's, yeah. I don't even, the crazy thing is like, when I'm doing stuff like that, it's not even like a, Oh, I'm answering, I'm, I'm, I'm saying something wrong or anything. It's literally just, they've probably had like 40 phone calls before me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, screw you. I don't want to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, like, what am I supposed to do about it? Yeah. But if they're going to, if they're going to stay on the phone, I'm going to actively engage that. And I'm going to talk to them because no matter what, like if they, here's, here's the, the way that I explain it is like when they give me a, a, when they give me, you know, whatever they say, F you, yada, yada, yada. Why are you calling me? So on and so forth. Can someone like, actually I, said F you to you? Oh, all the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my but God. I don't I'm take person like, in tears. Like I would never do that. <laughs> See, like, I don't, I don't take it. Like, I'm just like, you know what? All right, whatever. Right. Right there. And, moving on. Yeah. Well, and, and it's, it's that also, but like, like, you know, no matter what it's, it's probably because of their past experience, right? Like you got to think their, their house expired. So their last agent did not sell their house. Yeah. So they obviously don't have a great taste in their mouth for realtors and they wouldn't know how incredible you are regardless exactly that's what i'm saying you know and so so like that's 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 my whole point is like look like so they have a past experience so now if they tell me no cool good thank you for telling me no we got that out of the way let's get to it let's let's get to to talking and let's get a yes somehow right like it's not so much it's not so much like um hey if i get them to say you know old school selling is like uh, if i get them to say yes four times but the fifth time is going to be yes when i close them like that's not what i do i'm just I like really, I'm really like actively engaging them and like, I want to listen, right? Sure. Like I want to know why they feel that way because if I know why they feel that way, then I can work towards a solution, exactly. not, and another not towards a yes. Would be to think about like, what is their goal? What is their end goal? Why do they want to move? You know, and sometimes people are like, I'm not going to sell my house until we make this much or until I get an offer at this. And I'm like, the end goal is for you guys to move so that you can 
purchase a house in this amazing school district because that's where your kid is going to go and that's what's really 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 important to you is five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars going to keep you from achieving this goal that you have in the grand scheme of things if you yeah. find out the why like i know we've talked about the why all the time but if you find out their why between their decisions of why they're buying a house or why they're selling a house when you get that kickback when you get that no you're able to use that in order to help guide them and realize like look this is not a big deal in the grand scheme of things it's not if you want to continue forward with this escrow unless you want to start all the way back at the beginning like let's do this and then yeah. that, you're going to get the keys to that house with that great school way way, way sooner than you would if you don't listen to me <laughs> really <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's putting everything in perspective, right? Like, like I said, like, it's, it's not a, it's not so much getting a yes as much as finding a solution. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so, it's the same thing you're talking about. Same thing I'm talking about. Like at the end of the day, the end of the day, they have an issue with X, Y, Z and it's, and we have to figure out why they have that issue so that we can help them to whatever the right answer is. Yeah. You know, and there's times, there's times when someone will tell me, no, and I'll think I, I know what the answer is. And then I'm like, wait a second, I understand where you're coming from. So maybe this is the solution rather than right or left. Maybe we should just go straight. Yeah. Right. And, and that's okay. And, and I think that's a big part of dealing with no is understanding like you, you have to understand the other person and where they want exactly what you said. Why, why are they doing it? Yeah. Why are they moving? Why do they want to move? Why are they selling? why you know whatever the answer the goal, is because when you get that kickback you can say i understand where you're coming from however by you know or even it's another compromise between you and them like whatever will make them happy in order to move forward like what is the end game what's the goal here do you really want to you know especially if in because in our eyes something might not be a big deal but for yeah. them they don't i mean we buy and sell houses you know tons of times throughout a year this is they're only doing this once every what like five, 10, 20 years, or it's their first time ever doing it. They don't yeah. do things the way that we do. So when something is, um, you know, that we see on a daily basis to them, like the world is falling, you know? And so it's kind oh of gosh. sometimes too good to take a step back, put ourselves in their shoes and say, what if I was brand new to this and I didn't know what was going on, like, what would my experience be? How would I feel about this? And sometimes that's nice to be able to help bring them back around and put it in some sort of perspective where they understand where you're coming from as an agent. And like, you see it all the time. Like if you tell them, okay, I, I know that this feels like absolutely crazy, but I see this all of the time. And they're like, Oh, like, so we're not the anomaly. You're like, no, you are just like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, all escrows are different, but like, you know, we, we do see a lot of like similar problems, inspections, appraisals, you know, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. And then just dealing with you're you're hundred percent right. Put them at ease. I think that you I think that you do that really, really well with your business and everything. And 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 that's like that's a big part of just being successful in this industry. Like you you know, I've I've met so many agents that are like more of like the combative, like, no, you're wrong and this is this yeah. and this is why I have thirty years of experience. You're wrong, yada yada yada. I'm like, well, you know, like like Times this, change. Yeah. Times change like there's new stuff happening in the industry every single day i understand that you have a ton of experience which is amazing and wonderful but unless you are completely adaptable to what's happening right now like you you have to stay on top of it you know what i mean well, you have exactly. to know your audience and read your people exactly exactly 
it's like knowing just just being able to know who you're actually talking to like you're 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 dealing with a person with emotions and 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 they're you know they say the top the biggest three life changes that you have in life are what uh uh, uh getting married or getting divorced um uh death or um a new baby and and then buying or selling a home <laughs> you know what i yeah. mean like like that's those are the top three uh, uh, life changes. And sometimes a lot of the times, like my clients are going through at least two of those. Yeah. We're therapists. You know? Yeah. And, and you have to understand that you are dealing with people and they have emotions and they, and sometimes, yes, they're going to just say no because they want to say no, you know? And so you can't take it personally. You got to understand why they're saying it, figure it out and then find the solution. Exactly. And, 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 and once you, once you get to that point, I believe, I, I think, you know, with, your business where you're really dealing with their, with the person rather than the transaction. Yeah. You're so much more successful in this business. So much better off. That's great. And I do think that sometimes, you know, there are other situations in escrow when like you might be getting a no from like the other side. So like, say like you submit a request for repairs for your buyers and your sellers are like, no, I'm not doing that. And then your buyers are having meltdown over it. I always like to say like, you know what, like you have to think about it like this, you and I, you know, you're having emotions about this transaction. I'm here as your representative. The sellers are having this same exact conversation just like this with theirs. So you have to remember, you're feeling all these emotions about it too. So are they. They're selling their house that they've been in for a really long time. And so sometimes when you kind of put it in that perspective, like it kind of makes it easier for buyers and sellers alike you know, to realize like, yes, you might be getting some sort of rejection from the other side of the transaction. It's not always going to be, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes it really sucks, but yeah. we're going to work through it. You have to realize that they're just people too, selling their house, buying their house, and we have to find a way to kumbaya and make it work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the best. That's the best one right there. Just, I love yeah, saying kumbaya. that. Like, we're all going to kumbaya. kumbaya. Like, we might be mad at each other now, but we're all going to kumbaya at the end at the final walkthrough and everyone will be happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's exactly, that's, that's perfect. And that's so true is that's, that's what it really comes down to. Whether it's, whether it's finding a client, whether it's, it's prospecting for a client or going through the transaction, you're going to deal with rejection. You're going to deal with no's. Yeah. And it's just, just learning how to, how to cope with it. And really, really, I think it just comes down to, uh, you know, again, not taking it personally, mm -hmm. you know, and, and really listening and engaging with that person, you and know, um, and finding out the reason behind the way that they feel the way yeah. they do and just help make them realize like, I'm here to help you achieve your goals. And your goal might not necessarily be to buy or sell this house, but when you buy and sell this house, it's going to really help you get to that end game. And that's, what's important. Yes. I love that. Thanks. <laughs> knowledge today. Yeah, we should just keep going. Should we go for like three hours? No, I got to go get my hair done. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I think that's good for today and, and we'll, we'll get back on next week and, and go from there. It's so good talking to you again. Yeah. Good to see you, my friend. I'll see you soon. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Cyrus Andre. At Danny Femmel and at PacWest Realtors. Keep hustling. And stay motivated.
We want to remind everyone that these opinions are our own and may not reflect those of the association.